Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Fried Dates with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. Well, Kimberly, stop telling me I'm on lockdown. <laughs> Murgatroyd, how are you this morning? I'm good. How are you? Good. Happy daily date Happy to daily you. Day. So what are we talking about today? How are we helping people? People got a lot going on now. There's a lot happening every day. Every day we wake up, there's another thing. How are we going to help them today? So what I thought we could do today is try to make some headway on helping people create an idea. I know that a lot of people that are listening to our show, they have a dream of maybe building a business online or virtually or coaching business or write a book or they have some dream that is outside of the nine to five. And because we kind of specialize in this, I thought that we would give the first few steps and questions to ask yourself when you are determining what kind of business you could do and what your options are. Because you know we can sit through this COVID time and come out 15 pounds heavier and freaked out, or we can come out of this COVID period with momentum into our dream. Mm. And I'm thinking most people would want the latter. Why do you think that most people don't take the time to do this? I think I have an answer, but I'd love to know your answer. I think the number one thing is I have no, I, I don't know where to start. I wouldn't even know what to do. I don't even like, I think there's a lot of limiting beliefs around it. And I think we should just bust some of those limiting beliefs today. Yes, I would love to hear what you have to say. And I also think that what happens in my experience, I am not an ideator at the level that you are for sure. I don't possess that natural talent. But I can tell you that when I work with people who are trying to figure something out, they they tend to loop Um, an idea over and over again, but rarely sit down and go through any kind of process to get it all out and start creating actions, goals, milestones, brainstorm, and they just keep looping the first step of the idea. Yeah. So if somebody falls into that category, what can we do to help them? So the first thing that I, when I sit down with someone and do an ideation session, if they have no clue, I ask them if they, like, what's the goal, right? We've talked about this before. What do they want to have? What do they want to be? What do they want to do? Because from there, like for you and I, our initial goal when you were still a chiropractor was a financial goal. It was like, we need to replace the income. How can we replace the income? And so that began a list of brainstorming ways to do that. And that's a little bit different than sometimes the people that I'm, I'm doing these sessions with It'll be more like, I have job A and I'm not like in a rush to get out of it, but I do want to build something else. And it's more of like a passion project versus like, get me the F out and replace my income. So the first thing that I think you should do is do the have, be, do. And then the second thing is you need to decide what lane you want to go down. 
if this is more of like, I need a, a secondary income and all of that, possibly you may want to go down some road of residual income, whatever that lane may be. It could be real estate. It could be network marketing. It could be any of those types of things where you're more building a business that already has a path laid out for it. You know, like there's already something to follow. People that come into network marketing, if you love health and wellness, you know, that's what I do there. Or if you like makeup, there's ones for that. If you have cleaning products, there's ones for that. Like whatever it is, that's a very simple duplicatable path if you're just trying to create an income. If you want to create something that's more of a passion project, then it's a bit different. So if I was doing this with you, Rob, I would say, what are things that you absolutely love to do? Like, what are the things that you love to talk about? What are the things that you love to do? What what in the world would light your soul on fire if you got to do it every day? And for you, I know there's two things. One is talking to people and asking a gazillion questions because you will do that for free to the Uber driver. And the second thing is travel. And so consequently, you have created two jobs, two businesses, one in podcasting and one in travel experiences. So one of the things I want to add there is what I'm realizing with a lot of people is they may have a sense for what it is that they that they're excited about, but they're naturally not good at it. And the reverse is also true too. So I think that there has to be a cross-section between um, when you're dealing with a passion project of I'm good at this and I really love it. I think that mix has to be there. If you don't have that one-two punch, then you find yourself on American Idol singing and you're not very good. You're you're actually dead on with that because you had a massive passion for electronic dance music. Mm -hmm. But then when you tried to be a producer. Couldn't do it. Like it was such an uphill climb for you because you had zero background. Now, could you have pushed through and done it? Absolutely. But it's going to be a much harder hill to climb. For sure. So if you want this to be a bit easier, like Rob said, what is something that is naturally in your lane that you absolutely love to do? And the biggest question is, what problem are you solving for someone? So you can also have this like thing that's in your lane or this thought process, this thing you want to contribute, but the person doesn't actually know they have the problem. So they, there has to be a problem that you're sol- solving with your talent service gift. So I think the first thing is just to rewind, what do you want to have be and do? What lane do you want to go down? Do you want to go down something where it's like the path is laid out like network marketing and build that residual income? Or do you want to go down the lane of simply building a passion project, which is going to be a little more intensive, but not overwhelming? Yeah, right. Okay. So it's like, it's basically three things as I can tell, as best as I can tell. One is you're good at it. Two is you have a passion, you love it. And three is you're solving a problem for somebody. That's like the trifecta for brainstorming what you want to do next. Did I get that right? Right. And then from there, this is where stupid idea time comes in because now you take that and you write down every possible thing that you could do within that space and around that kind of a project. So 
you know, you could do coaching, you could do mastermind, you could do an online business, you could sell a course, you could do, I mean, there's a gazillion options for you that you could do. And then you begin to narrow it down to the one that you want to begin with. I I also want to touch on uh, the limiting belief uh, part of this that you mentioned at the beginning. And I'll, I'll use a, uh, I'll use a real example. When I was, you know, trying to get out of chiropractic and start this second part of my life, I was very, very clear that I wanted to do the work hard, play hard experience. And that just seemed like a no brainer for me. But what didn't feel quite as clear for me was coaching. And, um, my friend, Chris Harder, was you know saying like you should be doing coaching and I'm like I'm not a coach and he said well you probably think you need to be a coach because you need all the answers and you don't feel like you have all the answers that's not what a coach does and it just sort of like was bouncing around my head but the point is that I had these limiting beliefs about whether or not I had the right kind of an imposter syndrome thing, right? Did I have the right to be able to write I'm putting in quotes obviously to be able to coach somebody and it wasn't until you know he mentioned that to me he planted the seed and then people started asking me questions and when they started asking me questions i just went you know what i'm just going to tell them hey i'm a coach go to my coaching page these are my fees and guess what i started a coaching business and and, and con- by the way you're an amazing coach because you don't have all the answers and you ask the right questions, but you also have a ridiculous amount of experience and knowledge that you have built over the 50 plus years of your life. And that's, to me, what makes you such an amazing coach because you've had brick and mortar businesses, online businesses, network marketing businesses, virtual business, like you, you've, you've done everything. And so you have... So much experience, which I think is what makes you a good coach. But so someone could have the limiting belief. Well, I don't have all of that. I don't have this. But what is the thing? What is that one thing that people come to you for all the time? What's that thing? And that is what you expand on if you happen to love it. If you would want to make a business out of it. Another good point. Like right now at this this particular um, stage of where we are at this this COVID crisis, I'm getting messages from friends saying, hey man, can I get you on the phone for 30 minutes? Like I've got... I've got a bunch of 30-minute Zooms that are set up and they all have the same thing. They're all coming to me for, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. I could really use your advice right now. So I'm learning that people are coming to me naturally and they always have. So the point is that what is that thing for you listener, that people are constantly coming to you for that there's a limiting belief somewhere that goes, yeah, but I can't, like, I couldn't make money at that, or I'm not trained in that, or I'm not a professional in that area. You might be selling yourself short in the way that I just used the example for coaching. So there you have it. Those are the three things to consider. Hope that gives you a little bit of stimulation, not to be confused with the stimulation package or the stimulus package. Is that what, oh they're, my God, yes. is that what they're calling it? I got, yeah. I, you got my, a lot of stimuli. You know, I just realized you can stimulate a package, can't you, honey? Oh my God. Have a great day, everybody. And we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game 
or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live.